In the story of Koyrach's Machloikas, Koyrach and his people against Moshe and Aaron, we know that there were two punishments. There were Koyrach and the people with him, Dosan and Aviram and so on, that get swallowed up into the ground. And then there are the 250 people that bring the Ktoiris and they end up being burnt. Now we know that punishments in the Torah are always connected to the sin itself. So we need to understand what is the connection between these punishments and the main Machloikas that was going on, main Aveira that was going on over here, which is the Indian of Machloikas. Now even though you might say simply that the punishment of going down into the ground would be because of the fact that they wanted to be elevated, going higher and higher, all wanting to be like Koyanim and Koyanim, G'daylim, etc. Instead they have a major descent. You might say that the punishment of being burnt is very much connected to the fact that they were burning incense when they weren't Koyanim, and that's why they're being burnt. But still, seemingly, it seems to be that's not connected to their main Aveira, which was really the idea of Machloikas. How are these punishments connected to the Indian of Machloikas? Also, says the Rebbe, in regards to being swallowed up in the ground, it seems to be that we refer to the, refer to the people that, that were swallowed up as bluim, as the ones swallowed up. It's not so much the focus of the fact that they went down as much as this concept of being swallowed up. We need to understand what's the significance of this. Another thing that Rebbe says is, the Medrash tells us, that Kairach gets both punishments. He both gets burnt, as we'll see later in the Sicha, that his Neshama gets burnt, and his body gets swallowed up. And the reason the Medrash says is, so that the people being burnt shouldn't say that here Kairach was saved, he didn't get burnt. On the other hand, if he, if he, if he, if he, if he only gets burnt and not swallowed, the people that get swallowed shouldn't say that Kairach was saved, he wasn't swallowed. And the question is, even if he gets one punishment, and some people may think that's not the stricter and harsher punishment, but what does it mean that he's being saved? He's definitely not being saved. In order to explain this, the Rebbe first focuses on the whole story of Machloikas Kairach. Kairach, as we know, was arguing, all Yidin are holy. Why are you lifting yourselves up over all the rest of the Yidin? In other words, Kairach seemingly wants, there should be no differences between one Yidin and the other, and the other. everyone should be equals. In other words, he thinks this is the ultimate idea of achdus, of true unity. Yet we find that the Torah tells us that he made a very big mistake, and in fact, this was the biggest machloikas, and we always associate every machloikas with koirach's machloikas. How do we understand this, that koirach wants achdus, and yet it ends up being the biggest and harshest machloikas? So this is actually hinted in Moshe Rabbeinu when he says, Hashem, in the morning Hashem is going to notify who he has chosen. Rashi tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu says, what is he saying about Boiker? Just like Hashem had placed borders, partitions in the world between day and night, in a similar way Hashem made partitions between Yisroel, Amim, Yidin and Goyim, and between Aaron and the rest of the Yidin, Koyim and the rest of the Yidin, and Aaron and the rest of the Yidin. And just like you cannot change that separation partition between day and night, you cannot change Hashem's appointments either. In other words, Hashem created different levels within the Nevroim, within creations. And everything has its own characteristics, its own job, its own task, and how it's different to each and every one of, of and the other. And just like by day and night, it's only a proper day when you have both of them, day and night, each one doing its job. That's what completes one, one full proper day. The same thing is true with all creatures. When they fulfill their task for which they're created, that's when we have proper shleimus completion in creation. On the other hand, if things are not fulfilling their tasks, what they're created for, rather trying to do things that are meant for others, then this causes major confusion and mix-up in creation. 
Now, just like it's within creation itself, the same thing is true within the level of Kedusha that comes down into the world. We also have different levels, and Rebbe is giving examples over here from the three areas of time, space, and Yidin. So in space, the Rebbe says, we know that in Eretz Yisrael, the Mishnah enumerates, there are ten different levels of Kedusha in Eretz Yisrael, starting from Eretz Yisrael being more holy than everything else, all the way to the Kedush HaKadoshim. We have in the year, we have weekdays, we have Yom Tif, we have Shabbos, we have Yom Kippur, and so too by Yidin, we have Koyanim Levim, Yisraelim, you have a regular Koyan and a Koyan Gadol, you also have 600,000 Yidin, each one being his own unique self with his own Avoidah. So just like in the world, everything needs to do its job and not take away and fight for somebody else's job, in the same thing as in the idea of Kedusha. True Shalom is only when everyone is doing their particular task, their particular job. In truth, says the Rebbe, that's not yet the ultimate Shalom. All we're saying so far is they're not getting in fights with each other and taking away from each other. Real Shalom is when each thing is actually helping, complementing, and completing the other as well. So for example, by the way, Samikdash, on the one end we say from the base Samikdash, light comes out to the rest of the world. On the other end, the base Samikdash is benefiting from the Yidden. It was built by the donations of the Yidden. The Yidden are the one bringing the Karbonis there. Shabbos and Yom Tov, they give to the rest of the week. But we also say, Yidden are the ones that create Yom Tov, they make the calendars. And Misha Tarach, Be'erev Shabbos, someone that worked on Erev Shabbos, adds to Shabbos, has what to eat on Shabbos, and brings Kedusha to Shabbos. The same thing with Yidden. On the one hand, Koyenim are giving to the Yidden, Birchas Koyenim and the like, but there's also the concept that we have to sanctify the Koyenim, the Kiddashter, we give them the honors, to bench first and so on, but that also means we're giving him more Kedusha. Says Rebbe, this is the true Shalom when everything is adding to each other, and then we have a whole proper unit and a whole par- proper body where everything is complementing each other. Now says the Rebbe, this sort of Shalom, this is still what we're speaking as far as creation is concerned. However, there's also the Dargah of Kedusha, the way it's completely in its highest source, within the essence of Hashem Himself, where of course there is no division at all, and there there's Achdus Pshuta, pure oneness. And this would be expressed in somewhere like the Kodesh HaKadoshim, for example, where we say, There's no space even. And we also know the Koyin Gadol himself. He represents the highest level of Kedusha within Yidin, and so too on Yom Kippur, the highest and greatest and holiest day of the year. This is what you have on the Koyin Gadol coming into the Kodesh HaKadoshim on Yom Kippur. This really expresses that highest form of Achdus, the way it's within Hashem Himself, higher than division, and ultimately this filters down and impacts all the Yidin, even in their individual levels. So now to bring it back to the story of Koyrach. Chazal actually tell us that Koyrach was very clever and very smart. And therefore the Chazal asks, why did he act in such a silly way over here? In other words, somehow it's within the story itself that we see Koyrach's wisdom, and together with that, his Shtus's foolishness. How is that? We say a Chacham is Haroyes Anoyla. The Chacham is the one that sees things that are not seen immediately on the surface. He can see things that are hidden as well. Koyrach understood this level of Achdus, this highest form of Achdus, the way it's at its highest root, higher than any sort of division at all. The way it's within the essence of Hashem. And how it's really going to be this when everyone's going to be serving Hashem as one. And this is what he was arguing. There shouldn't be any differences amongst Am Yisrael. But the shtus over here is that nowadays, this is completely not shayach, not, not possible at all. It only is going to bring machloikas. Why is that? When we come along and we say everyone's holy, for example, everyone can come into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, everyone can bring Torahs, but not everyone is on that level. And since people are not on that level and it's not really suitable and fitting and compatible with that level, that's actually going to cause a separation, meaning, first of all, within the person himself, 
his holier parts, his godly spark, that which is really shaykh to the highest of the high, that's suddenly going to go up completely and connect with the holiness. But his lower parts, the parts that is more his individual level, that's not going to be able to handle and contain this great holiness. And therefore that's going to be going down and sort of being swallowed up down into the lowest levels. And so too regarding Klal Yisrael, when we start removing the partitions between Kayin and Yisraelim, or the Kayin Godel and the rest of the people and so on, Again, the proper partitions is when each one has its place and each one is actually enhancing the other, helping the other. But when we remove all of that, that causes a major separation, major separation where the Elyonim, the higher ones, the higher things are going to go completely higher and the lower people and things are going to go completely lower. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the punishment of being burnt or being swallowed up and how it's Midah Kenegad Midah. What happens by being burnt and being swallowed up? This is exactly the same idea of certain things, the higher things going up and certain things going down and being swallowed up. When you burn something, so the higher and the more refined aspects of it are completely being consumed and going up. And we also see this of who is the one that were burnt. These are the higher and greater people. The people that brought the Ketoyeres, these were the important people, the heads of the Sanhedrin, very famous and great people, the leaders. On the other hand, the swallowing up is those lower parts within each and every item. That's the individual spark that's more shaykh to the individual characteristic of the, characteristic of the matter that completely goes down and gets swallowed up. Like we say regarding Sholish, Klippus Atmeyos, that the godly spark inside of it is completely swallowed. Who gets swallowed in our story? The lowly people, Dosan and Aviram, etc. Says the Rebbe, this is also why we say regarding Kairach that he gets both punishments. He is the cause for the whole Machloika, so his punishment expresses both ideas. On the one hand, his Neshama, the higher part of him, is going up and completely being removed, being burnt up. And otherwise, the, the, it would be argued that that part was being saved, and that's why we say it was being saved if he would only go down. On the other hand, his lower part, his body gets swallowed up, so that that cannot be compl- not be claimed that that part was saved. So by Koyrach's both being burnt and swallowed, he sort of suffers the consequences or gets the consequences of exactly what Machloikas is all about, separating the higher from the lower, and that's exactly what happens to him. His higher part gets burnt, his lower part gets swallowed up. And the Rebbe concludes with the Hayro, that not like those people that argue, that for the benefit of, of peace, we don't have to care so much and be so careful with separating between men and women, and we have to allow women, for example, to be able to be mitzaref to a minion and be witnesses, etc., etc. Or lahavdul, to remove the separations between Yidin and Goyim. The story of Kairach teaches us that when we remove those partitions that Hashem made in the world, that does not bring to Sholem, on the contrary, it brings Machloikas. Things that are opposites to each other, the only way we could connect them is actually by having that partition that ever gives an interesting marshal. You have fire and water. You want to cook the fire with the heat of, you want to cook the water with the heat of the fire. What do you need to do? You need to make a separation. You put the water in a pot that's going to separate between the fire and the water. Now you have the benefit of combining the two. So only when we strengthen those, when we strengthen those partitions that Hashem made in the world, that's what brings true peace. And we're zoichet to the time of Mashiach, where there will be no more war, no more jealousy and competition, and everyone's going to be serving Hashem together.